to the club because you're that kind of nerd. Hello and welcome to the club that is That Kind of Nerd, a show where we talk about the nerdy things that we're passionate about and then judge each other on what we bring to the table. I am CJ Mellon, and you will not be hearing the tones of Josh Burns and Brian Thornton just yet. As you probably figured out, life gets in the way when it comes to recording a podcast. We were unable to record this week. We also wanted to take some time to thoughtfully consider what is going on with the DCEU right now. What What is going on with DC and Warner Brothers and Discovery and Batgirl getting canceled and, and the Flash movie still going on? We really just kind of want to take some time and think this over. So instead of getting our knee-jerk reactions and hot takes... We're going to sit on this for a week, right, and just kind of think about it. But I don't want you going on thinking that we're not going to talk about DC in any way, shape, or form. That's not the case. We are releasing our Patreon-exclusive spoiler cast of Shazam. That's right. Since we can't talk about DC, we might as well talk about a DC movie. It's a classic. It's got the three of us on here, so you will be hearing the docile tones of Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Shazam came out in 2019, starting Zachary Levi and Matthew Strawn. And uh, to date is one of my favorite DC movies. Uh, but you have to hear the takes that we put and the hope that we have for DC when we're talking about a review of Shazam. So without any further ado, let's ignore my babbling self and let's turn it right over to Joshua Burns from 2019. Welcome, Patreon subscribers, to your exclusive review of Shazam, a movie about a man-child who gets superpowers. Let, let's be let's be very clear. This is big with superhero powers. It it actually it actually is it actually is very much like big with superhero powers. Um, and I, I'm not sure there could have been a better guy to to play him than Zachary Levi. Um, but it is um about a kid that gets imbued with with magical powers. Um, unknown to him, and he has to rely on his his nerdy foster brother to teach him about the powers and what it's like to be a superhero. The taglines for the movie were super corny. Um, this is, in in my opinion, one of the best productions DC has brought to bear thus far. Uh, the, listen, I enjoyed the premise: a fourteen year old foster kid who's you know got a chip on his shoulder and trying to figure him himself out. He's a miscreant. Absolutely. Getting uh, superpowers that, uh, just like you said, he has to uh, make YouTube videos to learn about. Um, and then uh, the villain uh, in this, obviously, trying to get his hands on the same magical abilities that he's been trying to get for his entire life after a, a chance encounter with a wizard. Yeah, so that was really cool because I didn't have any um, prior knowledge yeah. um, of, of Shazam other than understanding it was about um, mythical gods and powers and whatnot but like I, I never read any any books I, I i knew nothing about it before i saw the movie and i was thoroughly entertained the thing with this movie too was when it op when it opens up it doesn't open up with with billy our main character it actually opens up with the villain and it took me a, like a like a like a couple minutes to kind of figure out wait where who, who what am i looking at uh and then i was <laughs> shocked when i saw the actor who played lionel luthor from smallville <laughs> Uh, being the, the, uh, the, 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 the father of Mark Strong's character, just like, Hey, I know you. Hey, all right. You got a DC connection and it's coming back. Uh, so I just starting off with that was, was interesting. And then you finally get into Billy Batson's uh, world. 
Uh, listen, let's just do our hot takes then just from from leaving the theater. Brian, what was your thoughts as soon as you walked out from the movie Shazam? I loved it. I I truly, A, I, I, I think it, it is the best DC movie that DC has put out yep. in a very long time. It was fun. So much fun. There was so it was so much fun, and, and as much as I love superhero movies and all the recent ones, it's been a while since you know they just there was a, just a fun superhero movie that didn't it have was, some. It like, was lighthearted. It was yep. funny. Like even even the scary parts, there was comic relief. Yep. So I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I definitely want to go see it again. I saw it. And Zachary it. Levi is. I want to be his best friend. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, I I just I like I wanna I wanna pick him up from work and take him home just to say hey just to say hey buddy I was thinking about you thought you might need a ride <laughs> here you go I showed up I showed up for you I'm not your Uber but I got snacks in the back I got yeah. I got Dunkaroos I went I, I ordered hey, some Dunkaroos Is that I, brought, I brought you a bottle of water hey do you have do you have a minute we can stop for a taco and a beer no that's totally cool I'll drop you off at home and we'll get the taco next time. <laughs> <laughs> The next time the judge is making me sign a document that says, I'm not allowed to come in with 150 feet of you. But you know what? You're going to have to sign that, which means I got your autograph. Thanks, bud. Um, listen, I left the theater uh, initially uh, pleased, uh, not as sold as everybody else was. I, I keep hearing you're not the only people that say best movie DC's put out in, in, a, in a while. This is really great. I'm like. Wonder Woman was 2017. Like it's not that long ago. A really it's, good. This is better than but, Wonder, but Wonder Woman. Wonder, this is this is better I than Wonder Woman. I don't agree with that. I'm in the minority of this. That's CJ, fine. I like Wonder on. Woman more than I like Shazam. Wonder Woman was was as good as it was. A the third act is a complete mess, and B it, it just was, was not it was. fun. It was not a fun superhero movie. The third act, the third act of this movie, nobody expected. Yeah, third act of, of Wonder Woman, not good. Third act of Shazam, heck of a twist. Holy really crap. great one. It was it was the it was the beginning of Shazam that didn't win me over. It, it was what? the inverse. It, you, uh, I'm I, sorry. You mean the character development the and the, the world building? Stop jumping on me. I'm. You saying, didn't enjoy hey, the buildup so that you actually cared when this shit happened listen, to these guys. It, it gave you. It gave you several origin stories without dragging out the guys, origin stories. I want like it's exactly what you listen, want. Listen, like, you personally stop. want in a movie. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth and not mm, the words that you're so, hearing. I liked this movie. It was good. This is number two. Wonder Woman was better than this movie oh, in my no, opinion. And I have to say, you're not listening to my words, CJ. That's right. And I did enjoy you the character development. You are wrong. I liked Wonder Woman's character development better. I liked its act one better than I liked Shazam's well, act one. Fine, act but two, listen, listen, ended act like three shit. was awful. They each have a, a bad section. And when you cancel those two out and say, which one did you like? I liked Wonder Woman. Oh, better. I don't think you can say Shazam had a bad act one. I don't think this is crazy. I'm not discounting what Shazam is doing. So uh, there's like, there, like I'm not discounting Shazam at you all. You can say you can like act one better. I'm just saying I liked Wonder Woman better. Why is this an argument? I'm just saying because, like CJ, because you're wrong. Here is why it's an argument. Because normally we would say you are entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. You're, it, uh, Brian and I, Brian and I, almost never agree on DC films. And I am on record as loving Wonder Woman. He is, and we are in lockstep with this movie. This movie, start to finish, from like 
not overselling the origin stories, from not overexploiting the seven deadly sins, to not yeah. overexplaining the name. I'm agreeing with you on this. To the relationship with the foster family and the other kids and his Billy's growth, as well as you know, sort of his missteps as early. Shazam. I don't understand and why. Then, why? Why can't it be number two? And why can't number two be good enough? Like, why can't that just be a? Th- why can't we understand that I'm not shitting on the movie? You're 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 welcome to make it your number two, but we are going to try to fervently try to make you change your the mind. Plot twist in the third act, like I I mean, the whole fucking thing was brilliant, and it was so much fun. You, 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 there's no reason to. Number two is a great position to be in. No, it should be number one. <laughs> I think you hate fun. <laughs> this is so dumb. What a, what a hard line to take. I'm sorry you enjoyed that movie, but you didn't enjoy it too much. Oh, the fact that you didn't feel the exact same way about the movie that I did makes me angry. Listen, Josh, we've allowed CJ to rank this at number two, even though he's wrong. <laughs> okay, reason. well, I mean, obviously, <sighs> CJ's allowed to rank anything, however he likes, wrong or not. Um, but this is the best movie DC's produced. I enjoyed Zachary Levi's performance in this so much. God, I he loved, was so good. I love the family aspect of this movie too. The, the 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 foster parents were great. The relationship that he builds up with Freddy, I I, I enjoyed it a lot. Also, Freddy is awesome. What a great character. Could Brian is it is Shazam is Shazam big enough to carry DC for a while with let's say with Wonder Woman is Shazam big enough. I mean, you don't even have to worry about with Wonder Woman because Aquaman made a billion dollars. So Ugh, you've got those well, that movie was awful. It was. But uh, l- listen, our opinions of Aquaman aside, people l- liked it for overall. So I think between these three movies, you have some solid foundation to do some some more DC stuff. My concern, though, uh, we'll get to, let's get to the broader DC stuff later. Let's let's talk about this movie first. Um, he asked me a question. I answered. I know, it. I know, and I'm saying let's let's table that. And let's this go, movie was super good. Let's go back to Shazam because I I think there's a, a discussion we want to have at the end of this about DC at large. I want to I want to go back to to the movie itself. I want to talk about Mark Strong. I want to talk about the the, the villain of this film, Doctor. Was it Savina? Savia. All right, or Savina. Savina. Um, I'm curious to get Savannah. 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 Curious to get your impressions. Mark Strawn is is a fantastic villain. He's also a good uh, good guy. Uh, what what were your thoughts on this villain in the DC universe? Because I know there's been problems with DC villains before. I'm looking at you, Wolf, whatever the fuck your name was with the mother boxes. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. So I, I I'll I'll go I'll go first because I don't I don't have any um any knowledge of the comic book uh, Savannah, but um, Mark Strong is capable of being both terrifying and inspiring some sort of empathy at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Like you look at him and you're like, uh, you know, he was abused by both his brother and his father. So this is all an attention grab. And that's, well, you know, terrifying right. deep down. Um, But like his ability for brutality was uh, pretty staggering, but he was also like, he was also he also came across as very scared. I it was he was a look, very I thought it was villain. I thought it was a complex Absolutely. complex villain. It was it's a fully fleshed out character and I think that's kind of what made him so scary is you yeah. don't know what he's going to do and the stuff that he that he's doing you understand why he's doing that. But I don't know anything about him from the books and I'm hoping Brian knows something. I have not re- I've not read enough Shazam books, but I no, will say who this. Re- who read Shazam books? I will say this. Um 
I agree with everything everything Josh said, seconded. Um, I think like the part that became truly terrifying as far as him as a villain was when like he's beating the shit out of Shazam, flying through Philadelphia for the the first encounter. And then you're, you you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, oh, well, he doesn't know it's a 14 year old kid. And then he finds out it's a 14 year old kid. He and he doesn't care. care. Yeah. He He's still like, yeah. just goes for, like, that was truly terrifying. Like, this, this, this guy, like, Mark Strong is a, a freaking awesome actor. And he's truly, really great at, at playing these villainous roles. Yeah, you understand why he's doing it, but that doesn't make it any less terrifying or any less, uh, less evil what he's doing. Like, I, he was fantastic. You know what's funny about Mark Strong is that even when he's playing villains, I don't feel I, – I feel he's more amoral and less evil. Yes. He just doesn't care. He doesn't care. Right. And he really he really portrays a very good, I don't give a shit, I'm going to get mine. Yeah, he's got his motivation, his objective, and whatever's in the way is holding him back from it. He's just going to plow through it. Right. Yep. Yeah, just like I agree. Yep, okay, you're standing in my way of getting something, so fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. And and, and, and I mean, I'm I'm talking about every role, even the guy Richie roles he's played have been that way. Even in Kingsman and stuff, he's 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 fleshed out. Agreed. Uh, and I and I do love the fact. And again, this is kind of kind of coming back to the, the the larger discussion of DC, but also I think just comic book movies in general. The villains have always kind of been a little skewed, either one way too extreme or one way too weak. And I think this was a great balance of. Being right in the middle and being a really strong villain. DC so villains great. have been dodged. And then the yes, they have. And then the addition of the um, not what, what the there weren't demons. What were they? The seven deadly sins. The seven, seven deadly, deadly sins, sins yeah. were also equally terrifying, imaginative. Zoe Zoe cried. Yeah, Zoe I can cried. imagine that would be pretty oh, scary really? for kids. Oh, Brian, she like she grabbed my arm and was crying hard. Jeez. And I was like, "Baby, it's look, it's just a movie. I don't, I don't know what to tell you." I could imagine this kind of being like uh, if you were a kid who saw Ghostbusters for the first time and you were a little, oh, little dude, she oh, kind of being scary. It was, it was fucking heartbreaking. She cried hard. It was, it was ugly. It was really uh, the, the, there. Was, there was it was, and it was just one scene where like right. those seven deadly sins were the boardroom was was really terrifying. I was scared. Yeah, I was even like, "Holy fuck, we're going pretty." going pretty oh, dark yeah. in the boardroom yeah it was crazy throwing people yeah, out was, the windows was, eating heads that's right it was and that's i think that's i think that's the part where she where she was where she was losing her shit but like it you know it, the that the whole like the movie had some real uh real scare factor it wasn't like a it wasn't a buddy cop movie it was a real comic book movie but with a lead character who could actually make you feel good so when i when i watch body switching movies right when when you watch those the older actor playing the kid usually comes out at like uh, almost like they're really stupid right yeah, like they're yeah. not real kids they're just like like all right we'll use big for example right love big big's a good movie but tom hanks kind of plays this guy younger than 13 he plays him like maybe yeah, he's like didn't, eight or yeah, seven. didn't know how to didn't know how to function as an as a human being yeah just just couldn't get his shit together uh, right. Zachary Levi did not do that, and and the direction that they got was he was a thirteen year old kid, dude. I don't even know how to pee in this, and yeah, he can charge this and zappy fingers and like. It, I love the scene uh, when they're in the park and they they he rescues the uh, the woman from getting mugged, 
And he keeps <laughs> calling she her. wasn't getting mugged. She wasn't getting, well, she was getting mugged, but she sprayed him with the pepper spray and the screaming was from the thief. <laughs> That's and, right. And he's like, yeah, you better, uh, you better think twice before robbing this old lady. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm not old. He's like, yeah, she's not old. She doesn't need your help. Get woke. Like, <laughs> it really was. It, it's, it, it was great. It, he played it very well. And I, I liked the, the actor who played Billy Batson and Zachary Levi, who played Shazam. Uh, they, I think they did a good job of, uh, f- feeding each other a, a little bit of their personalities and, and making that a mix. Oh, the the speech the 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 speech patterns were the same. It was it was very 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 interesting the way that they coexisted. Um, I I really 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 liked this movie. Uh, it was really good. So now let's talk about that third act. Let's talk about the big twist in the movie that somehow didn't get leaked, spoiled, or even hinted at in anything, and that is the rest of the superhero family. So Darla. Uh, Freddie, Eugene, Mary, uh, and Pedro all becoming a super hero at the end of it, uh, making the family all all a big super family. It was six Shazams. Uh, crazy. Uh, did you guys see it coming? I did. What? Who saw that coming? I did. I don't believe you. No, I did because I what little knowledge I do have about Shazam, I knew I know about the Shazam family. And and unfortunately when we were talking about Black Lightning, I knew that this was a bit of a possibility and there were uh, extra chairs in the wizard room at the beginning. Well, I had no idea and I was flabbergasted. Yeah, everyone else I was in the theater with had no idea too. <laughs> like they didn't put it together and you just hear jaws hit the floor. Like, oh my god. Yeah. My favorite you part actually was actually heard jaws hitting the floor. They 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 have the staff is like say my name and they're like Billy! Billy! Billy. No! Oh, Christian has quoted that no fewer than 10 times <laughs> since this weekend. Um, and, and listen, I uh, there were a lot of Shazams thrown out in this movie, and they were really good. They were really fun. And the lightning thing, though, how did you not learn to just go outside? I, I like that he can't say his own name. Right. I really, really, really like... That, that 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 Freddy just keeps coming up with different fucking names because he can't say his own goddamn like, sparkle, name. Sparkle, sparkle fingers, or uh, he was like fingers. thunder crack, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, dude, that sounds like a butt thing." <laughs> <laughs> it was just—it was very good. The humor it was very good. The humor in this movie was spot on. This this movie is in the same universe as Batman and Superman and 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 and, and Aquaman and Wonder Woman. It's in that Snyderverse area. But they really helped shift the tone from from what's happening, and the humor was great. It was welcomed. I loved the Easter eggs uh, of, of of Batman and Aquaman, the shirts. Uh, really, and guys, I got to tell you, if they make a Flash movie like this one, it's gonna be amazing. My my favorite thing when they were doing the the powers, right? When he was trying to to, to figure out what powers he had, was when they were in the convenience store. And he's like, I'm bulletproof. And Freddie's like, Hey, can you shoot him in the face? Yeah, he's like, he's like, Wait, we, we don't, don't know, know if it's the suit or, suit or your body. Shoot him in the face. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, shoot me in the what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> and then and then and then after he gets shot, he goes, kind of tingles. You're dead. Like, ah, uh, what a what a good reaction. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was really fun. I did it. I did enjoy the the moments that were really working and connecting. I mean, they, they did. And you know job. what? If it was anybody other than Zachary Levi, it wouldn't be as it, fun. It wouldn't have worked. Right. That's you right. noticed Absolutely. the, you noticed the big reference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure, <laughs> making sure. Uh, I, I will say one thing. I was, I was curious about something. Just- oh, you know what? But the other scene. Oh gosh. I lost my shit. When Savannah's chasing him through the toy store and he grabs this like, 10 inch Batman. Like, get him, get Batman! Him, Batman! <laughs> <laughs> Again, a 13 year old kid, a 14 year old kid, right? Like, 
like a kid the proper age. That's what you would do. You would have that hilarious. <laughs> there is one thing so that, that I, I, I had questions about. I'm curious if if I'm just being nitpicky and dorky or just if it yes, was you thing. Are. All right, fine. The we we set up all these lightning bolt powers, right? He's using the, his fingers to zap things. He's doing all of that, and the only thing that can hurt uh, Mark Strong's character is magic, right? The only thing that can hurt each other is magic. And here we've got the ability to shoot something at somebody from a distance without getting face-to-face and losing a fist fight. We never use it ever again. Why? Wouldn't you think the appropriate reaction for a 13-year-old or 14-year-old kid who just accidentally shot a bus off of a bridge would be, I'm not going to do that again? I, I don't know. And that's that's why I was because asking. that's that's when Savannah shows up. Is that's after a good that. justification as to why to not use it though? So no, 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 no. I didn't think about that. That's a pretty good, pretty good part. I thought the early understanding. I thought I thought he understood from a very early point that there was very little he can do against this guy. Like he he couldn't he couldn't overpower him. He couldn't thwart him. He got his ass kicked at every single turn. Didn't matter what he did. Yeah, I was talking mainly when the uh, the, the the deadly was, sins were out and there's severe. It was only after carnival. it was only after Freddie pointed out that once the once the the sins were out, he could go after the guy. But it right, I'm saying like, there were civilians in the park. The seven deadly sins were out, threatening civilians and the family right before they had superpowers good time to zap somebody just to get somebody out of safety but listen brian yeah, brought up i'm a not really sure good he point, can control any but, of that. but brian brought up a really good point after you caused that disaster with the bus i would be gun shy of using that too so no super super awesome super awesome point i didn't consider that thank you one thing i, I do love poking fun at some of the conventions of superhero movies particularly the we're a pretty far distance away from each other in the middle of the sky and you're giving a normal a volume oh, monologue. Oh, dude, that was great. I'm just sitting there going, oh my God, how many times I've watched The Matrix? How many times I've watched Superman movies? How many times have I watched a movie where these people are so far away or just like, how do they hear each other? It was great. Uh, good, good, good self awareness for it. Uh, good use of color. We've actually got to see something. I love the tone shift away from the, the Snyderverse. Now, I want to take a quick moment. I do want to talk about the, the DC universe at, at large now that Shazam has kind of shifted things a little bit and, and there's obviously a change in direction and, and kind of what this means. Cause Brian, uh, Josh, you brought up the good point. Is Shazam big enough to partner up with wonder woman, the justice league? Are, are, is he a big enough person to carry on some other movies? I, I think, I think the question is so opening weekend, uh, domestically 53 million, 53.5, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know how that stacks up, but for this weekend, it was the number one movie over forty two hundred theaters. It's a um, it's a fair opening. I, I I did some research on the charting. It's not great, but it's definitely better than some other movies, especially for the weekend okay. it opened up. That fifty two million. What about other DC movies? Yeah, the fifty two million also doesn't does include the two week preview that like I got to see the the movie early and included those grosses compared to other uh, DC movies. This is I think number three. I think it's uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and then this. Yeah, then I don't hate it. Like, I mean, as as the 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 character that it is, right? I mean, ha- never never being seen before in a movie. Obviously, we've seen Aquaman in a couple movies, Wonder Woman, a couple movies, right? Um, this seems like a, a really good opening, right, Brian? I don't see why they wouldn't make a sequel. They already have. They're already greenlit a sequel. They greenlit, they greenlit they, the sequel, and Black Adam is go. also still being made with Dwayne Johnson. Because if you notice, 
uh, Dwayne Johnson is a, an executive producer on this movie as well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So he's he got in early and he attached himself. So uh, it's great. My my question though is the tone shift, right? Uh, we also now know that Joker. You need you need a tone shift. Well, this is like Joker's getting its own yeah. movie, right? That's its own thing. Right. That's not in the larger DCEU. We're rebooting Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, with James Gunn, which I imagine will bring a tone shift, even though every actor is allowed in there, but maybe not Jared Leto. I don't know. Uh, but it seems like are, are we do you think that DC is going to continue these linked stories or we are we going to get some separation and we're going to get some some distance and, and some solo? Movies? I mean, I mean, even look at this. It's it's very tangentially linked. Yeah. I think I think they're going to continue to do that stuff for for a while. They're not going to be worried about converging into one main story for for a little bit. Be good. But I mean, Aquaman stands alone. Wonder Woman stands alone. And Shazam stands alone with very light tangential links in between to the larger overall. And I think that's what but, you're going to continue to see. But I think I think the three of us can agree that. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam were significantly lighter hearted yes. than all yeah. of the yeah. other DC after, after Snyder was taken out or, or left. I Aquaman specifically and, and, and just uh, um, cinematographically like uh, bright, very bright. Yes, actual color. Yes, I. This is the thing. Shazam was red. I saw red in this movie, and and Shazam was very, very, very lighthearted. Right. Um. E- even in even in the darker moments, there was still comic relief, and I really, really, really love that about this movie. So I do hope that this is the direction because Marvel's been doing that for quite some time. Like even even in the darkest moments, there's always some levity in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And DC did not have that at all. Yeah, and DC's had the the record of that even with you know the Batman movies from from. Well, it's like DC's entire reputation is your parents die when you're eight. Deal. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, I mean, technically this movie too, right? No, except for the, oh my god, that moment where you meet his mom, and then the, oh, you, oh my god, and you're like she being? bailed on and you, then she left you, and as a parent, I'm sitting there going, "Fuck you, oh, dude!" I was so Fuck angry. Fuck you. But then the fact that the fact that this kid, this kid gets that horrible news and then goes and becomes a hero to go save his other family and to save those people at the carnival. I don't even have the maturity to do that myself. And I'm 30. It was so great. It was great. It really it really was a great story. It really was. I, again, I very much enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great movie. I thought DC taking a, a leap into this this comedy, but also kind of. Uh, br- uh, breaking out and 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 separating the extended and universe. Zachary Levi is a yeah. superhero now. Yep. CJ, well, he, I mean, technically he was in in Marvel. No, 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 no. Chuck was not a superhero. <laughs> no, no, he was Faramir and Thor. Yeah, he was in Thor. Thor oh, the Dark World. I don't. I'm. Um, come on. He was. He was. He was. He was he, yeah, I know. And they the killed fruity, him too. The fruity blonde swordsman. I get it, but no, 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 no. This is. But an here's the other part too. I want to talk about the the end. The the little trailer. The uh, stainer at the end of the movie where we got a neck down Superman uh, yeah, to, to make an appearance. Uh, oh, coming into the lunchroom? It was, yeah. it was actually Henry Cavill's stunt double from, from Man of Steel that uh, that hmm. made the cameo. because I thought that was very funny. Henry Cavill had a mustache and couldn't uh, join. <laughs> we thought the baby mouth was bad in Batman for Superman. Imagine if they just had to do that for like one minute in, in Shazam. <laughs> How come the budget for this movie is seventy five million dollars more? They'd have just blanked out his face. It had just been censored. 
listen, we, we already talked some numbers. I just want to give you an idea for this, too. The budget for this movie was $100 million. Opening weekend at a $53 million. Pretty great. Uh, as of April 11th, the gross to this million, uh, the gross to this U.S. is $69 million and worldwide $193. So, right, so it's made spend money made, back. It has, 196, 196. It has made money, right, which, which is good. Um, I think it's made back some marketing money, and I can I think this is going to make some money while it's in theaters and on video. So I, I think it's I think it probably has a solid three four weeks left in theaters. Yeah, and I, I really and I think do. this is going to have a good return. Hence, why we already have the sequel greenlit, and we already have the the spinoff or, or and I will pre order the moment it's available on iTunes. Uh, very good. Oh yes. So uh, it is tradition though. However, uh, since we all like this movie, to uh, reach out to the people on the other side and ask for a second opinion. And I, we don't ask for it. You find it and shove it down our throats. <laughs> <laughs> you know who didn't like this movie? ISIS. <laughs> MK- and that's how you know. MK Ultra. That's how I know. That's right. Uh, Oliver Jones from The Observer said, By the end, Shazam feels like a corporate product that is so thirsty for approval from all quadrants that it never ends up figuring out what it really is. I don't even understand what those words mean in that order. I think it's saying that the movie is made by committee trying to please everybody and therefore it pleases nobody and doesn't have an identity. I think it did please everybody and that guy should shut up. (laughs) This is terrible. Absolutely terrible. It's long. Not funny. All the jokes are in the trailer. That's not true. And the end is amazingly boring. What? Hold on. It's take ages to present the characters. Mm. The main villain is awful. And I prefer not talk about that sidekick, Freddy. Probably the most annoying character in theaters for the last decade. And my God, the CGI. The demons are ugly and badly designed. This is so far the worst experience I had in a theater. Don't waste your your don't waste your why are you apostrophe R E. <laughs> oh, I thought you said don't make don't waste yurt, which in fact I don't have a yurt. I don't have a so yurt. Don't don't waste you our time on this movie. It should have been make it to direct to DVD. Oh, jeez. You should have made it to a hook on phonic class. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, that was almost crazy. walked. Almost walked out of the cinema. Waste of time. First first time I'm rating a movie with one star, uh says user Judd Texon. Yes, I had a high expectation for this movie and really wanted to enjoy it, but couldn't. I found it a bit annoying. May be two words, not one. Maybe the kids could love this, but not for adults. In my opinion, this is the worst DC movie and could not understand the 10 star ratings. First time I wanted to walk out of the theater as it felt like this was such a waste of time. Aquaman and the rest of the DC movies are 10 times better. Uh, this is one I found on, on Rotten Tomatoes here from Matthew. It was not what I expected, honestly. There were some charming moments here and there, but the film is further proof that there are too many unnecessary superhero movies being made that are all stitched together with poor scripts, lousy villains, and cliched themes. I'm begging you, give me a good superhero movie. Why do these people hate fun, Brian? This guy says the most disappointing DC movie ever Four-fifths of movie time. Main character did not even know what he can do. 
tired to run from problems and so on very disappointing movie was that dictated by siri through an albanian translator <laughs> i don't what know but it was a half star review on rotten tomatoes uh all right really upset can't believe this is marketed as a pg movie it wasn't it was rated pg-13 yeah, uh disgusting for foul language graphic demons graphic violence and life active <laughs> and life activities all right rated r for adult humor waste of money walked out with our kid walked out well, hold on this grammar is awful. <laughs> Walked out of money. Kids were mortified. Very foul mouth. The storyline was terrible. And DC falls further. Never again going to a DC movie again. That was it. Pretty much done with superhero movies. They're all becoming nonsense. Here's the deal. Uh, check your rating system. This is rated PG-13 for a reason. Uh, there are demons and scary shit. And yeah, that wasn't in the trailers. Because it's PG-13. Don't take your kids to a PG-13 movie. No, I'm not judging you, Josh. You know how to handle your kids. Well, my kids are nine and eleven. I know what they can. I know what they can handle. They've seen all the Marvel movies. But you, you look at a rating. You, I know you as a parent look at ratings and go, "Oh, my one kid." Oh, I, I don't. I don't just look at the ratings. I look at the parents' notes. Like my kids haven't seen Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? It's just there's just a bit. It's it's just a bit too much for me. I understand. For some folks, that might seem a bit conservative, but they're my fucking kids, and I get to make that call. But you don't get to go and trash a movie for saying it's too violent. Like, well, yes, check the fucking rating system. Well, no, because it wasn't. Like, this was really not too violent. This movie, um, I mean, yeah, were the demons a little scary? Yeah, but, like, you can almost play that off as cartoony a bit. Um, I've seen scarier things on TV. There's scarier shit in Adventure Time. There really wasn't like this move. This movie wasn't verging on like on the PG-13 limits. This movie was really very tame, very entertaining. It wasn't provocative. It wasn't hypersexual. Like I mean, and some of the Marvel stuff gets and and it can get there. Yeah. Gets hypersexual. I mean, uh, even the strip club was. That's the and that's the stuff that that I shield my kids from. And you're right, CJ. Even the 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 strip club, like for view from the outside, that was like super super tame. It was funny. It was it was you know what I mean. It was campy. It was funny. It wasn't like it was like they weren't comfortable there because they're kids. Yeah. And and like anybody that sees this as anything but innocent, uh, I mean you know just. Just drive fast and take chances, I guess. Uh, bottom line is this. I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I love the tone. I hope this is a new tone for the DC universe. And from what we've seen, it, it, it looks like it could be a, a changing trend. Uh, this is definitely one of my top two uh, DC movies. At me if you want. Whatever. Uh, I'll, I'm, fine, I'm fine with I'm fine with my judgments and scores. You can you can admit though that this is a completely different tone yeah, than Wonder Woman. Absolutely, I, I, right? Again, so like, it, the, I I do think I do think this could be a totally new direction. Yes. It needs to for be DC. It needs to be. That's the thing. It needs to be, and I, that's why I think like this, the Suicide Squad with James Gunn will also have a different tone. I I'm think so Wonder hopeful Woman, about it. 1984, right? Brian, I'm sitting here super hopeful in my robe about. About the about the future of DC, Brian. Any future thoughts or uh, finishing thoughts before we leave? No, go see Shazam. <laughs> All right. Well, patrons, this is what you guys. Uh, this is what you asked for us, right? To go see these great movies, give you our opinions. But uh, this is not a one way conversation. I want to hear from you. Tell us what you thought about Shazam. 
And if you have any other future <laughs> recommendations for movies, please let us know. Uh, thank you so much for your continued support of this podcast. Uh, this is why we love doing this exclusive content just for you. Thank you so much for your support, and we will see you on the next movie. Hello, it's CJ from 2022, and I want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as you can hear, there is some hope and optimism for DC, but I, again, I don't know what the state is going to be in right now. And that's where we turn to you, the listener. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever the heck you can find us. Reach out to us personally if you know us. You can even text us at 484-373-4119. Send us a voice memo about what you think is going on with DC right now. Are you hopeful? Are you worried? Are you kind of blah and just kind of over it? Tell us what you think is going on. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, whatever it is that we are in your life right now. And we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. 